Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Unfiltered as Fuck. It's your boy, A.B. I'm coming to you live from Gordon Ramsay Kitchen. I'm trying to figure out if he's going to buy my salmon cheese stick or my turkey burger just so I can let him know that my food is just as good as his. First of all, Gordon Ramsay would curse you the hell out. He probably would. Get out of his bloody motherfucking kitchen. <laughs> this is Asata Jr. Coming to you live from Fort Worth, Texas. It is Tuesday, May 3rd. It is cloudy with a chance of steak. I don't think Texans like meatballs too much. Um, we got a lot on the, we got a lot on the docket. We got NBA playoffs. We got Ryan Tannehill talking trash to rookies. Draymond hmm. getting kicked out of games for no goddamn reason. I do want to give a quick shout out to all my Star Wars fans out there. Tomorrow's May the fourth. I do want to say fuck Disney for ruining one of the greatest franchises of all time. I really wish y'all would uh, just give Star Wars up. Star Wars up, George Lucas. I know you took the bag, but that's a story for another day. So we're gonna jump right into it, folks. Definitely gonna to react to this game from last night. 76ers go down to the Miami Heat, 106-92. Uh, it was um. A tale of two halves. You know, you don't you don't really see that too much in the NBA. Um, I I was disappointed in James Harden. Um, I, look, I know I know he hasn't been asked for the last two three years to be James Harden of Houston, but man, you got to do better than sixteen points, five for thirteen. Uh, and and it's really, it really goes to show you that two from seven from the effort, well, yeah, effort you know goes a long way. I just felt like he wasn't giving effort in, in the second half. I don't want to hear this. Oh, he was tired and you know all this stuff, all these excuses. Look, man, you want to you want to know something about um, James Harden's downfall? Ever since the NBA has changed that free throw. Going to the line after you get a bullshit call foul when you throw your body all over like you're a three-year-old falling out your parents' arms. And, you know, that's been the downfall of James Harden. Ever since that rule has came about, James Harden has not been the same. Yeah, he has not adjusted at all to that new rule. Um, you see the you see the great ones still uh, were able to adjust. You see a Luka Doncic still able to get to the paint. Trey Young, um, you know, I see Giannis still gets to the line. With, James Harden. He was the master of drawing fouls and ones getting to the free throw line. I mean, for years, he was number one ahead of guys like Embiid, ahead of guys like Giannis, LeBron James, whoever you could think of. He was number one. Um, and, you know, right now, he just can't blow by anybody. I'm watching the game last night, and they got P.J. Tucker on him two or three years ago. James Harden is going to relish that matchup. You know, he's going to hit him with the dribble, 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 probably step back or blow by him. He can't do that anymore. And it's kind of hard to watch. You know, the beer is not looking nice anymore. I don't like the cornrows. I just don't like, I just don't like the way the beard is looking right now, man. It's really, it's just, it's just not looking good. And I I will say this too, with Embiid, um, if he's not able to come back game three, this series is over. They're not you, gonna can't, you, you, you can't be James Harden expecting max contract next year 
and Tyler Hero is outscoring you in the playoffs. It, shout, out shout out to Tyler Hero for winning the sixth man of the year. Shout out to that kid, man. Yeah, He'll be a starter for the team. Yeah, you can't be James Harden and, you know, you get outscored by a bench player. It just, that's just not, it, it can't. You can't expect a max contract at the end of the season and you're playing like this. I wouldn't be surprised if the Sixers walked away from him, but at the same time, Daryl Morey is a James Harden guy. Daryl Morey no, loves James Harden. No way they walk away. Not after giving up Ben Simmons, Seth Curry. Yeah, but, you know, he, why not? What is he proving? You're not going to give up on James Harden after acquiring him at the, at the trade deadline. A full off season wouldn't be. Remember, we probably wouldn't even be having this conversation right now if Embiid wasn't playing late in the game that they should have swept the Toronto Raptors and Doc Rivers should have put his pulled his ass out of the game. Yeah. Why are you still giving up 29 points? Yeah, he tried to defend it by saying, "Oh, you know, his start, their starter was still in." Man, no. Yesterday, yesterday they were down by. Yesterday they were down by 20 points. They took starters out. Well, four minutes left, they took him out. Now, look, you get a guy like Embiid out. Embiid is the type of guy that he can break a bone at the slightest touch. So you get him out the game. You up by more than 15, get him out the game. Okay? And, you know, and like I said, hopefully he can come back for game three. If he doesn't play until game four, I I don't see the Sixers winning tomorrow. Okay? So if he's not back game three, what, you going to come back from a 3-0 loss against Eric Spolcher? Come on, man. Oh, and uh, I was on it. I was on Instagram earlier. It's, it's some static between Tyrese Maxey and James Harden. Did you see that? I'm not sure if you've seen that. Uh, I don't be on Instagram like that. Yeah. But I, I, uh, I, could, I could understand, you know. Tyrese Maxey went to sit next to James Harden and got up. James Harden came and sat next to him. He got up and moved. <laughs> and then moved again after he came and sat next to him again. Hey, maybe he stumped. It was a beer, man. He probably had some sweat in his beard. I thought Max had a pretty decent game. I think he needs to be the one doing the ball handling. Tobias Harris had a good game, too. Tobias Harris had a great game. And if you I, – I feel bad for Tobias Harris because since James Harden has showed up, he's become damn near the fourth wheel. Because with, my, with Maxie stepping up the way he did, he kind of took the third spot. And Tobias Harris was – you know, he – it's similar to the Warriors situation with Andrew Wiggins. You know, you go back before the All-Star break, well, really before Clay Thompson came back, Andrew Wiggins played. Well, he wasn't all. He he actually made the All-Star team. He was playing like an All-Star ever since Clay Thompson's come back. You know, he's kind of sunken into the same type of role, fourth, fifth guy on the team. So I was happy to see Tobias Harris put up 27. Let's see here. He was 11 for 18. Gave me one, gave me one, three out of four, six boards. So he had a pretty, uh, pretty good game. The problem is, is James Harden taking, you know, two, three shots in the second half. You, you can't have that. Okay, he had a great first half. I don't know what he did at halftime. I don't know if he was ready to go to live after the game, because you know James Harden was probably at live after the game. Okay, yeah. let's just call it what it is. All right, or he, or he probably went. What's the other one? Uh. I forget the other club that everybody likes in Miami, but you know James Harden was out of the belt. Okay. So I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I don't think that uh 
Game two is going to be any different. I, I did like what Philly was doing, though, in the first half. They were playing that zone. I think that may be something they have to do. you got to get who, who they have in the starting lineup. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, take him out. Doc, his, his time is done. Well, Doc reported DeAndre, not uh, the lineup. last night. Oh, hold on. Last night they said they like him in the starting lineup, and they're going to keep him in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Take him out, man. Play the zone. Play small ball. You know, give Tyrese Maxey the ball. Let him run. Let him do most of the ball handling. Because right now, James Harden is looking like a turtle. All right? Maybe maybe that's why he was so tired in the second half. He hasn't been used to handling the ball so much. So, um, yeah, it's not looking too good. I mean, it, it, and, you know, you look at you look at the, the Heat, you know, they're just dogs. They're so deep. I mean, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at their their roster. I mean, Robinson didn't even play. Duncan Robinson didn't even play. So that just goes to show you the depth that they have. I mean, it's not it, look. It's not looking good. <laughs> and B's got to come back in. It, it it also didn't look good for you. You know your boy Luca and them last night. They got they ass. Whipped. Yeah, I mean, last night's uh, matchup between the Suns and Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks. Um, we were at the Western Conference semifinals game one in Phoenix. Final score 121 114. The game was not that close. Okay, people. I know it's it was a seven. Spencer Dinwiddie had eight points. Um, you know, I'm looking here at the box score. Look, I know Luca dropped 45. But he took 30 shots. Okay. Um, they actually had a stat on ESPN today. <laughs> Out of Luca's 30 field goal attempts, they were all off the dribble. Now think about that for a second. You take 30 shots, every last one of them is off the dribble. Now that's pretty hard to do. All right. And I mean, look, we got contributions from. Dorian Finney-Smith, he gave us 15. Jalen Brunson was in foul trouble from the jump tree. He already had three fouls before the second half. Though. I think that hurt the rotation. Um, you know, maybe game two, you know, he's able to play a little smarter. Um, but Devin Booker was going after Jalen Brunson on, on, the, on the offensive end, so it, it wasn't looking good. I mean, the Suns, man. Three, three fouls. Devin starter, double figures. They gotta be. They gotta lay off the whistle a little bit. Like three fouls. Come on, it's playoff basketball. Also, you know they they gave Devin Booker a text. I don't agree with that. He showed some emotion. I mean, it's playoff basketball. These grown men. This 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 is what it's about. I don't I don't care about him getting technical. Technical. I mean, he he got a tech like like um like. Like they gave the girl tech on loving basketball. They gave Monica a tech on loving basketball. That's what Devin Booker did yesterday. And he got his ass teed up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Devin Booker had a relatively quiet game. I mean, he was seven for 20, one for five from three. Um, the matchup problem that I thought that I thought was gonna hurt us because Rudy Gobert is not the offensive threat that DeAndre Hayton is. Um, he was twelve for twenty. He put up twenty-five. And, you know, also throwing eight boards. He is the one matchup that Dallas right now 
unless you want to go big, which they don't, they want to go small. Um, that's the one matchup that the Suns just have over us. It's going to be really, really hard to to counter to counter that because you look at, like I said, you look at you know Chris Paul. He had a kind of kind of a quiet game, seven for thirteen, two for five from the three, nineteen points. Um, you know, Aiden was Aiden was the matchup problem. Um, looks like Cam Johnson gave him seventeen off the bench. That's big. Three for six from three, six of ten from the field. So that that was that was one hell of a game by Phoenix. And, and like I said, I know the final score said seven points, but it was never really that close, folks. Um, I don't see Dallas winning the next game. Um, like I said, Luka dropping 45. It was the quietest 45 you'll probably see in a playoff game because it just wasn't close. He didn't really have much help. Um, so I don't know what adjustments can be made. I mean, like I said, Aiton is the matchup problem. So unless we decide to go big by keeping uh, Dwight Powell in or potentially putting Boba on him, it's going to be probably the same formula. Same thing. And Booker, his hamstring doesn't look like it's bothering him. He looks fine to me. So it's going to be a tough series. And, you know, Monty Williams is just doing great coaching. You know, Jason Kidd, this is his first go around. You know, he's he's uh, still learning as he goes, I guess you could say. But, yeah, tough series, man. Tough series. Yeah, very, very tough series, especially, like I said, with the refs. You know, they got to swallow the whistle, man. You can't blow and call everything. This is the grown men at the end of the day. And uh, shout out to my boy Draymond Green. Keep fucking people up. That's what I like. Keep fucking them up, Draymond. You ain't do nothing wrong, my brother. You ain't well, do nothing wrong. Yeah, I agree. Draymond, look, he, that was a reputation. That was a reputation play for Phil. Yeah, a, fl- a, a flagrant, okay, but the thing about it was, you could see, he didn't even try to pull my, he pulled them, but he didn't want them to fall, you know what I'm saying, so it's like, come on, let's, let's be serious, like, you you kicked him out of the game for the simple fact that it's Draymond Green, you're going to tee him up because it's Draymond Green, if you, it listen, you can't have a personal vendetta against a player, like I said, these refs are not held at the same standards as a basketball player. We're supposed to, you know, I'm not a basketball player. I never played basketball, but I play sports. Yes, emotions are always running high when you're playing. So if you react to a play, you're supposed to basically keep your composure the whole game. The whole game. You're never supposed to say anything, nothing. The refs get away with calling technicals on you, putting you in jeopardy of suspension, you know, and let's take it back to the playoff game. I mean, well, the championship game when Draymond got suspended. Let's let's take it back to then. That call, that could have possibly caused them a championship that year because they decided they wanted to spend, suspend Draymond because he got another tech. And it's like, you know, it's playoff basketball. You got to let them play. Well, I will say this. I'm glad the Warriors won that game because that would have been an even bigger discussion than what it already is. Um, do I think it was a do I think it was worthy of a flagrant two? No. I don't think it was worthy of a flagrant two. 
I think, you know, you could you could say flagrant one. I don't even like it as a flagrant one because by definition, you know, they say a flagrant one is head or neck area, mouth, uh, you know, with with malicious intent and you know, not yeah. making a basketball. There was no, there was no uh, malicious it was no uh, malicious intent. In I like world. it as a technical, maybe a warning, hey, cut it out. Flagrant I mean look, to to jump straight to a flagrant two and eject them. I don't like that call. And in the second quarter. Yes. About a, it was about a minute, maybe two minutes left in the in the second quarter. And Memphis dropped the ball. And I, I do want to talk about that game tonight. Um they, they got the late game tonight. And yeah, I think Memphis dropped the ball. I think if they lose tonight, the series is over. Call it what it is. Uh Draymond is gonna come out there with an agenda. I think he'll play smart. I think he'll play smart, but he will also still show aggression because that's who Draymond is. He's always been that way. You know, I think I think he's smart enough to realize that he how important he is. Because yes, I do believe they win those finals that year without Draymond getting suspended. Um, no no doubt about it. Because he is the heart and soul of that Warriors team. Um, I'm looking at this matchup tonight. I mean, look, it's more of the same. It's it's Steph Curry. It's it's Clay Thompson, the Splash Brothers, it's Draymond, you got Andrew Wiggins, you got kid uh Poole, who is, you know, a lifesaver at this point. Um it's it's gonna be interesting to see how Memphis reacts. Cause you really look at that game, that that shot John Morant missed at the end. That's his shot. Yeah. He he doesn't miss he, you let him do that ten more times. He's going to make that shot nine out of ten times. So oh, we, 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 he's going to make the shot, but let's not discredit for Clay Thompson with a tremendous defense at the end of the game. He did blow oh, bombs, yeah. but he, re, he, you know, he recovered. No you know, doubt. Clay Thompson is a great defender. Yeah, he's he's not what he is. What he's not what he used to be just yet. But this is his first year back. Will Will he Clay, did that big, he he hit that big shot at the end of the game. He did. But he missed those free throws. I didn't like that. I did not like, I like him missing those free throws. Missed two. I, I, I feel as though, you know, that was rigged. You know, sports bay. <laughs> we we can't go, look, minus one. Warriors minus, minus one and a half. That's the hell of sports betting. You never know what's going on because Clay yeah. Thompson doesn't miss free throws like that. Nah. Um, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good game. I, I think John Morant is going to have another great game. Question is, is who's going to come with him? Will it be Bain? Will it be Brooks? Uh, I, I know. I think Jared Jackson went for like thirty last game, so we're going to see how they react because I think that loss hurt more than what people think. Because to lose that game without Draymond, I mean, you're really talking about an entire half without Draymond Green. He is their leader on defense. He is the one that's yelling out screens and you know whatever defense they need to be it's, it's like losing Ray Lewis in the middle of the defense you know he's their quarterback on defense so he's the one that gets the ball to Steph Curry out beyond the three-point line making perfect passes he's a basketball savant so I think that's why I'm really interested to see this game and how Memphis comes out because they're a young team Memphis is a very young team and it's going to be pivotal that they win this game. They lose this game. They go down 2-0, going back to Golden State, San Francisco. It's 
look, I hate to say it, but they might get swept. Get I don't, don't want to see Memphis get swept. Get the chalk out, call the FBI. Somebody need to observe this dead body that they're about to put on the ground. Yeah, it's not looking good. And the game going on right now between the Bucks and Celtics, I mean, it's Celtics are, are rolling. They're up 44-29 in the second. Without Marcus Smart, Giannis is playing like garbage. I thought the last game he was a monster, as usual. Um, but I thought the Celtics uh, in the first game came out a little – Tentative. They weren't pressing Milwaukee the way they were doing the net. Um, so Ime Idoka went back to his bag. It's like, look, they got a pressure. They don't have Chris Middleton. They don't have that third scorer right now. And, you know, Giannis is Giannis. So he's going to get his points. But Drew Holiday shouldn't be killing these guys. They're, they're better than that. Um, he's a good basketball player. Yeah, but he's not a star. He's just a guy, okay? I mean, he can score. Okay, I'm sure you can score, too, if they throw you in the game. I play better than Ben Simmons. (laughs) (laughs) I got to find a way to diss Ben Simmons every episode. You know, fuck it. Yeah, Ben Simmons is a joke. But those are the games. That's what's going on right now. It's looking like like Boston might get this game. Side of the series, we headed back to Milwaukee. I have no idea when Chris Middleton is coming back. I haven't seen anything about it. I don't know if he's out for the series. I don't know what's going on. Um, so we'll see. But it looks like the Celtics are going to roll away with this one. It's not looking too good right now. Uh, right now it's 47-29. So I do want to transition to the NFL. We had a couple stories. <laughs> um, I don't even know where we want to start. I mean, look. We got DeAndre Hopkins getting suspended for six games. I thought it was eight. Not, not a good look, man. Not a good look. Um, you know, look, PEDs are PEDs, okay? I know I know he's coming off an injury, basically a season-ending injury. We don't know what he was doing for rehab. And it sucks because... Obviously, when you get when you get an injury like that, ACL, MCL, anything with the knee, they are very touchy areas. You know, I personally experienced that. I I've had my ACL reconstructed. It's it's tough to come back from. You don't feel comfortable. You don't feel like yourself. So I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was getting injections, using a cream, seeing a wrong masseuse. Nobody knows. But the fact of the matter is, is now he's suspended for six games. Um, Kyler Murray will will be without. His number one target. Um, now, the good thing for the Cardinals is that at least they know now. But wait, hold on. Let's, let me ask you this. Hold on. Do mm-hmm. you think? Okay. Do you personally think that they didn't know? They didn't know what? That he was a possibility. He might be suspended. Um. Why? Now, now it makes you think. Like, why did they pull the trigger? I mean. That's tough. That's a tough question. Why did they pull? Why did they pull the trigger and go after Marquise Brown? Yeah, that's a tough question. I mean, is it possible? And you know, like you, like you said, I don't, I don't think this situation, I don't think it taints his career at all. Mind no. you, you know, he he was never caught taking PEDs, you know, for any 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 time 
you know, prior to this um, in any games. Um, also, like you said, uh, he's he was injured. You know, DeAndre Hopkins be 30. He'll be 30 by the end of the year. Um, you know, I work a regular job. You work a regular job. We're going to try to get back to work as fast as we can because this is our livelihood. We're trying to make our money. Not saying what he did was right, but, you know, I need to play. I need to play football. This is the very, really the first real injury DeAndre Hopkins has, you know, sustained. So, you know, he, I'm looking at it like, let me hurry up and get back. I, I, I can see it. I'm going to try to do everything. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. I'm not going to do it during the season. You know, let me just, you know, get my injury back to 100%. Because remember, he they they thought he was going to be back by the playoffs. He They thought we were going to – because, mind you, they, were, they came in as the number one seed. They thought he would be back, you know, get an extra week, get a bye week, you know, and they thought that he was going to be back by the playoffs. So, you know, a lot of this plays a factor into his mindset at the time. When, you know, he was injured, what he was going to do, how was he going to get back to help his team. These football players, they go to extreme measures to get back to doing what they love. Ray Lewis sprayed gear antler spray to recover to play in the Super Bowl. You remember that? I do. I so, do. I mean, so, you know, it's it's just certain things that I don't – I wouldn't put past them for them to do, but I don't think, you know – this taints his career. He's suspended for six games. Okay, you come back. It's not like he's Brian Cushing or anything doing steroids during the during a damn season and punching yourself in the damn head with the helmet and shit. So, you know, it, I think he'll be back to, you know, 100%. I think this will be swept under the rug. I still personally think he's a Hall of Fame wide receiver, regardless if he took the PEDs or not. That's just me personally. Well, look, I'm not going to condone anybody taking PEDs knowingly. There, the PEDs are, it's a very vague term because there could have been something that he didn't know was on the list, his trainers, his, his nutritionist. So we don't know. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and try to act like we know because we don't. Okay. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, whatever he was taking was on the list. He suspended. Now, to answer your question about did the Cardinals already know that he was going to be suspended? Is this why they went after Marquise Brown? I would say no, only due to the player. Now, Marquise Brown is not, you know, some top flight wide receiver. Okay. It's not an AJ Brown type of guy. I think they went after Marquise Brown because they lost Christian Kirk, who went down to, um, I think he went to Miami or Jacksonville. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, but. Yeah, he, Christian, went down, he went down to Jacksonville and they gave him a shitload of money that he does yeah. not. So Christian Kirk was a speedster. So they're probably they're thinking is like, okay, well, we lost a sub four four type of guy. Let's go out and get another one. Marquise Brown was in talks with Kyler Murray apparently since last year. They had a good relationship, blah, blah, blah. Stuff was easy to work out. I don't think that was a result of DeAndre Hopkins because Marquise Brown. It's not holding a candle to DeAndre Hawkins. So to answer your question, I would say no. I think those are two separate situations, right? Now. I'm not saying I'm not saying to replace him. I'm not saying that at all. 
What I'm, I'm saying, saying to do with Johnson Hopkins. That's what I'm saying. Well, you also know that he's he he has appealed this situation. This isn't well, the first time he's appealed it. This is the second. This is the second time he's appealed it. Well, I I would try to appeal it too to get it down to four. You don't want yeah, to miss. No, I'm saying he appealed it. You know, the suspension prior to even getting suspended. So they had to know something was coming. And I'm not saying to replace DeAndre Hopkins because you can't replace that. But yeah, but that, to Fred, put a band aid on it to put a band aid on it. Okay, cool. That's not a band. What is it then? That's Ace Neil's porn. That's Neil's porn. Marquise Brown is. Look, let's just take that out of the situation because that's not what happened. They lost Christian Kirk. Okay, they needed to replace Christian Kirk. Yeah, they probably did know D Hop was out. They probably already knew that was done. They can go five, six games without DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, the NFC West is not what it was last year. I think Seattle took a step down, losing Russell Wilson. Rams are still there. Rams Nine, Super Bowl, Super Bowl motherfucking championship. Rams, don't forget that. Super, Super Bowl winning champs. Blah blah blah. Los Angeles, yeah, whatever. Okay, the Rams, yeah, they, you know, they won. Okay, Seattle took a step down. They lost Russell Wilson. 49ers, we don't know what's going on with the 49ers, okay? Maybe they take a step back. So right now, Arizona is still probably sitting pretty confident. Like, okay, we won't have DeAndre for, you know, let's say it is for the full six games. Maybe they go three and three without him, okay? That's still good enough to make it into the playoffs these days because now that they've added the extra teams, anybody can make the playoffs. I mean, the Saints were still like a couple percentage points for making the playoffs last year. This, the Pittsburgh still has made it to the playoffs last year. So let's not act like, you know, all of a sudden they're, they're you know, they're out of playoff contention. I mean, look, they'll be fine. They'll serve a suspension. He'll come back. And, you know, again, it's good that they got a guy like a Marquise Brown to help with Kyle Murray take the, the lid off the top of the defense because he has a great deep ball. I like Kyle Murray's deep ball. And I think that's what they needed. Um, but I also want to talk about uh, Ryan Tannehill. What the hell is wrong with you, man? <laughs> You're not Brett Favre. Yeah. You're not <laughs> Brett Favre. What are you talking about? It's not your job. Or, you know, you're not responsible for helping Malik Willis. But that's the thing. Nobody asked you to help him. They probably drafted him because you can't throw the fucking ball. It's just good to have a backup. Look, I don't know. The, the backup that possibly could be the starter. Yeah, I mean, look. Do I think Malik Willis is going to beat out Ryan Tannehill in the offseason? No, I don't. We also didn't know anything about Russell Wilson when he was battling that one kid from from uh, from Green Bay back in the day. I can't think of the guy. What's his name? Matt Flynn. Is it Matt Flynn? Yeah, they signed him for all that money, and Russell Wilson beat him out in training camp. That was a okay. I, I don't. That doesn't happen every day. I um, knew Russell Wilson was that good. I'm sorry. I watched. I watched Wisconsin games. I did. I did. You ain't know he was going to start. Yes, you know you don't watch football. So you, so you telling me Malik Willis is going to out, is going to beat out Ryan Tannehill? I'm not, saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I said Russell Wilson. I knew Russell Wilson was good at Wisconsin. Okay, cool. 
All right, we, we're not going to talk about that. Well, I mean, hey, man, shit. Look, here's my issue with Ryan Tannehill's statement. NFL teams usually have two, three active quarterbacks. If Malik Willis is the backup to you, why do you give a fuck? What do you mean it's not your job to, you know, help him out with the playbook? What, what, what is, what is training camp for? You're going to be in the quarterback meetings with him. Say, you're not going to talk to him. You're not going to sit next to him. You're not going to bump elbows with him in the morning. You're not going to. Ask him if he wants his orange juice. Like I, I, I don't. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, don't the quarterbacks give the sig, uh, send some of the signals in sometimes? They probably do. They probably listen, do. Listen, the 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 audience, y'all can't see me, but if I was Malik Willis sending in Ryan Tannehill some signals, I give him two big middle fingers. Fuck you, right there. There you go. It's just sad to see, you know. Hey, look. If I was Malik Willis, would I would I want to be taking pointers from Ryan Tannehill? Probably not. I mean, this is a guy that threw an interception on the first play of a playoff game. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know. If I was Malik Willis, I would take that, add the fuel to my fire, and I would try to beat his ass out for the starting job. It's just sad to see. You know, you draft a guy, he's got high character. You don't, want hear, Shit. you don't want to I hear that from the starting quarterback. Look, I can hand the ball off to, to Derrick Henry and throw 10-yard passes and shit. Yeah, we're going to find out what Ryan Taylor held. And, and he was upset that they lost A.J. Brown. He talking about he woke up and he thought it was a nightmare. I thought it was a nightmare when he threw that pick on the first play. <laughs> so, I mean, who does that? Who throws an interception on the, on the first play of the game? I think Ryan Tannehill sucks, but that no, you know. Listen, I, I Ryan Tannehill is not. Yes, Ryan Tannehill has turned his career around. Being in Miami, he has. He turns around. He sucked in. He sucked in Miami. They suck. What does he turned around? I mean, he's going to the playoffs back to back years. Over in the backfield. Both quarters will look good with King Henry in the backfield. He's, now, turned, his, he's turned his career around, though. What? He's, tu- he's turned his career around. Man, come on, now. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying he's the greatest, you know, the next coming or anything like that. Look at his stats when he was in Miami compared to when he's in Tennessee right now. What's that? What stats are you referring to? Any of them. What's that you referring to? Any one. Come on, man. If you, could, if you could fake it in Derrick Henry's gut and throw a 15 yard across the middle, that's not that's not telling me anything. What if Aaron Rodgers had had King Henry? What if Patrick Mahomes had King Henry? Tom Brady, they throw for 7,000 yards. Well, actually, they probably wouldn't. They throw the ball a lot less, but they they wouldn't be throwing picks on the first play of the game. Look, and I know Derrick Henry was hurt last year, but Ryan Tannehill ain't that. Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill's last year in Miami, he threw for 1,900 yards, 17 touchdowns, nine picks. His last two years, his last two years in Tennessee, he's thrown for over, what, 7,000 yards? Oh, you are just blowing me away right now. In two years? I mean, he threw his first 
Okay, his first year at Tennessee, he threw 2,742 yards, 22 touchdowns, six picks. Wow. His second his second year, he's thrown 3,819 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven picks. Wow. Last year, I'm his I'm saying his his time in Tennessee has been better than his time in Miami. We're not denying that. Okay, but I'm, that's all I'm that's all I'm saying though. And he's been to the playoffs what twice or three times? Okay. So so we're gonna give the credit to Ryan Tannehill. You're not, I'm not saying that. Giving the credit to them going to the playoffs to Ryan Tannehill. I'm not saying that. Ryan Tannehill he's a better, he's a better quarterback now than he was in Miami. I don't think he is. He still sucks. Don't get me I think wrong. He's the same guy that was in Miami, he's just got a better team. Because when he was down in Miami before, they suck. Miami sucks now. Who sucks? The Titans are a great team. Miami sucks. I, oh, you saying Miami still sucks? Yeah. I mean, I, look, I, I don't want to talk about Miami. I mean, they have they have their situation. Um, but look, Brian Tannehill making that statement, you're not that guy. Okay. No, he's not. He's Brett not that. He, he's Favre, not that guy to be making that statement. No. Brett Favre doing that to Aaron Rodgers, I can respect that because. Brett Favre was enough. So why are y'all getting a quarterback? Aaron Rodgers doing that to Jordan Love? I can respect that. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I just, I, you know, I didn't win the MVP the prior year, but I went out and won the but, next year. So why are y'all look at, look at the quarterback, the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, TV 12. He didn't say that about Jimmy G. Mm, he kind of did. He was, he was bitching about Jimmy Garoppolo the whole time. You got to remember, nah. those days of New England, they didn't say anything to the so, media. So, so Jimmy G coming out and saying he learned so much from Tom Brady that made him the quarterback no, no, no. he is today. No, 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 I'm saying, no, here's what I'm saying. We don't know how upset Tom Brady was when they drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. We don't know this. The story goes that Bill Belichick was done with Tom Brady. He was ready to ship him off. He had Jimmy Garoppolo in the stables ready. He didn't want to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, that was Robert Kraft. Tom Brady was not happy about that pick. And, and, and look, no quarterback should be happy about a team drafting a guy, you know, with a first or second round draft grade when they could get somebody to help him. No, unless you don't have any competitive fire. You know, do I... And, do I blame Ryan Tannehill for what he said? Not necessarily, but we don't want to hear that from you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, ain't, you, you ain't win shit. All you do, all, only, only award you won was the comeback player of the year. Yeah, uh, that, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. You know, it, it, you know, this is any other quarterback, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I do want to talk, <laughs> man. I do want to cover on this, uh, Jesus. Uh, Tyron Matthew going down to New Orleans, going back home, going down to the Saints. Um, there. Saints defense is looking hellacious right now on paper. I know they got to put it together. Um, we'll see what they look like. Uh, I know, um, I know old boy retired and, you know, Sean Payton is talking about being a Cowboys coach one day, but. I don't know. Sean Payton and never coach under Jerry Jones. Yeah, well, you never know. I guess he um, waits. I guess he waits till Jerry croaks. 
this is a this is the type of pickup that it, it doesn't seem like much right now, but if you really look at what the Saints were doing last year, because remember, like I said earlier, the Saints just missed the playoffs. Uh, Jameis Winston goes down. Remember, remember, James Jameis Winston goes down with the uh, I think it was the ACL. Mm-hmm. So you had uh, a bunch of guys rolling in and out at quarterback. Uh, all you have was Kamara. You still didn't have um. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. that receiver? Michael, that receiver? Thomas? Michael Thomas. Yeah, Michael Thomas, boy, Michael Thomas said, man, fuck football. I ain't <laughs> playing no more, man. I, I, mean, I forgot the guy. I forgot the guy's name. I'm like, yeah, Michael Thomas may be back. You know, Jameis Winston healthy. I don't think we're going to. Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas better be back. Yeah, all that money. Yeah, yeah. Michael so Thomas better fucking play football this year. This is look, yeah, this is looking like a pretty solid signing. They're gonna have a great secondary. They still got Lattimore. Um, you know, you throw Tyron Matthew in there. That's just the type of guy you just want on your defense. You know, he's just, you know, he's always around. He's just got a nose for the ball. Um, great leader. And the Saints, their defense was solid last year. It's not like it's not like they weren't already given Tom Brady fits. So, I won't go as far as saying that they're the favorites in NFC South, but they definitely got some people's attention. Um the Bucks don't look as strong. And you know they got they they got they got Demario Davis. You know they got Cam Jordan. Now you mm-hmm. plug in Tyron Matthews, Lattimore. Um it, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be scary over there for Tom Brady. He couldn't beat him last year. It's you know they took out Malcolm Jenkins. They took him. They took out Malcolm Jenkins. They plugged in Tyron Matthews, um, another hybrid safety that could play close to the line. That could play. He can play anything. It, it, yeah. Tyron Matthews is a ball. Is a ball. He's just a guy that's always going to be around the ball. Great, great character. You know. And, and I'm and I'm very confused. I'm very confused why the Chiefs allow him to just walk so easily. When he was the heart and soul of that defense, what the fuck are they going to rely on that well, sourcing? This is well. This is a product of. This is what happens when you give a mega deal like that to the quarterback. You just start to lose guys. You lose a Tyreek Hill. You lose a Tyron Matthew. You lose a. What's today? I'm sure they probably lost somebody else that we're not even thinking about. This is all a product of these quarterbacks demanding so much money. You know, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit on the dude right now. He's a great quarterback, but this is what happens. Okay, you got to get guys to come in on rookie deals. You got to maybe pick up free agents. You can't resign a guy like a Tyron Matthew. He's not gonna go. Tyron Matthew's not gonna come back for pennies on the dollar. Tyreek Hill is not going to come back for pennies on the dollar. See what he signed for down to Miami. Highest paid receiver ever. So this is this is why it, two things can be true. Tyron Matthew may want to finish his career back home. Also, too, he wants to get paid. But this is all it all goes back to how much money they invested in the quarterback. And I can respect it. You, you, remember, you remember how the, the, the NFL tried to discredit Tyron Matthew when he first came into the NFL? He 
he was a locker room problem. Uh, he has a drug addiction, and you know, he was he was such a like he was such a big fucking problem. And it's like, look the at honey. him now. Look at him now. Super Bowl, Super Bowl winning. He listen. Me personally, I think he's a hall. He's he's a Hall of Fame football player. Think it's Hall of Fame? I think he's a Hall of Fame football player. When it's all said and done, and his career is over, well, him on the field. Look at look, just look at how effective he is on the field. Yes, he's bounced around from team to excuse me. I don't know if he's a Hall of Fame, but continue. I mean, you got some people in the Hall of Fame that should not be in the Hall of Fame, but you know, it's not the NBA. NBA has a lot of those guys. NFL, a lot of those guys deserve to be in there. Like who? Almost all of them. I, I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going to go down the history of the Hall of Fame, but the NBA is known for just putting guys in. If you had a career longer than ten years in the NBA, you pretty much are going to the Hall of Fame. I, I think. I think Tyron Matthew, and when it's all said and done, I think. I think he's he's going to get in. I think he's going to get in. So you think Michael? You think Michael Jenkins is a Hall of Famer? First ballot. Mm, we're gonna have to look at we're gonna have to look Troy at Troy Palomalo. Oh yeah, Troy Palomalo definitely. You think Troy Palomalo is a Hall of Famer? Why? You don't think he isn't? His Yo. career wasn't that long. Yo, what? Troy Palomalo's year was not his career was we, not that we, long. We're not, going, we're not going to get into the Hall of Fame talk right now because you just you, you just you just talking crazy, man. No, th- no, that's just that's bad. Look, Troy look at Palomalo. the dom- look at the domination that Troy Palomalu had from the years that he played. Again, football, the NFL, they are just known for longevity when it comes to the Hall of Fame. So, you got to play longevity, longevity, in order to get into the Hall of Fame. That's what you're saying. But the NFL, it seems that way. So your numbers, your numbers and your stats don't really mean nothing. No, no. Here's what I'm saying. The NFL prides itself on the Hall of Fame being really hard to get into. This is not baseball. This is not basketball. If you look, if look, when you get some time, look at look at just just look at some of the Hall of Famers that go in. Some of these guys are waiting 20, 30 years. Priest, to get Priest, Priest, Priest Holmes is not in the Hall of Fame. And he probably is never going to get in the Hall of Fame. What, what are we talking about? He got more yards than Gale Sayers. He got more yards than Gale Sayers. Yeah. Look. What? 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 Tyron, what? Look, Did, the Chiefs will miss Tyron Matthew. Okay? He's not a Hall of Fame safety. Gonna miss him. You got people that are in the Hall of Fame. You got people that are in the Hall of Fame just because they played back in the fucking fifties. Just because they played back in the fucking fifties. Do you realize that back then they didn't even play this many games? Some of the stats, some of the stats. Who gives a shit? That's not my fault. You know, a running back, a running back running for a thousand yards in today's NFL is laughable. Laughable. Back when Jim Brown and the boys were playing, they was playing like ten games, twelve games. I don't want to hear this. Oh, guys from the fifties make it to the Hall of Fame. It was a different era. Can't compare era. Tyron Matthew is not even the best safety in the NFL right now. When has he ever been the best in the NFL? Ever. When have you ever said Tyron Matthew, number one safety? He's never been that guy. Why has he? What are you talking about? 
when has Tyron Matthew been mistaken as the best safety? You, you, you don't forget that he was up for defensive player of the year, but he didn't get it. What are we talking? What are we talking about right here? Hey, you don't remember that he was up for defensive player of the year and didn't get it? We're talking about Tyron Matthew being a Hall of Famer. This is what we're is. talking about? I think he is. So Cam Chancellor's in the Hall of Famer. Cam Chancellor? Nah, he didn't play long. That's, that's what I'm saying about Troy Palomalu. Yes, uh, he was. Troy Palomalu played longer than Cam Chancellor and had a bigger had a bigger impact on the game than Cam Chancellor did. Yo, what? Oh, my God. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Troy Palomalu, Cam Chancellor, Cam Chancellor uh, I, I can't, Earl Thomas, you know, Tyron, Tyron, when did Tyron Matthew join the NFL? Early 2010-11? So he's been in an era with Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, you know, there's there's other safeties. I, I've never mistaken Tyron Matthew as the best safety. So how can you be considered for the Hall of Fame? Uh, it, it, look, it's hard. It's, it, it, you know, it's hard for those guys to get in. So, I just don't see where you're coming up with that that idea that he's a Hall of Famer. Yes, he's a good player. The Chiefs are going to miss him, but honestly, they can replace Tyron Matthew. Well, who? Sorison? Sorison? You? He might be. You gonna get out there and fucking play safety? Look, man. But that's the thing. Tyron Matthew does not just play safety. Positions like that can be can, can be interchangeable, okay? I'm not saying that the Chiefs won't miss Tyron Matthew, but I'm not going to sit here and say he's what, a Hall what, what, what did the Chiefs look like last year when he didn't play? The same way they always do. Like shit. Don't act like, don't act like Tyron Matthew wasn't out there when their defense was getting cooked. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. No. Hold on. I'm the holding. other side, the other side. Sorison was over there getting cooked. Look, all I'm gonna say is, ain't all of him. She's gonna miss him, sure, but that's that's all I can say about that. Um, but that's probably it for tonight, folks. My blood pressure's high because you trying to you, you you talking that bullshit now because you you over here talking about Tyron Matthews as a Hall of Famer. I'm about to. I need some more tea for this conversation. I done drank all my tea. Lord have mercy. Yeah. You talking that bullshit. You talking that bullshit. Nah, we'll we'll have to pick this up. We'll have to pick this up. But I do want to thank everybody for listening. Be safe out there, folks. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unfiltered as Fuck. I'm going to let A.B. do the outro because, you know, that's his thing. <laughs> I just want to thank everybody who, you know, shows support, um, acknowledge that we have a podcast, oh, and, you know. Um, I do want to take the time, you know, today, you know, my cousin, your uncle, we want to give a big shout out to the Big 56, you know, Block, rest in peace. You know, we love you. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Rest we in peace. We about you, you know, every day. And, we're gonna we're gonna leave it out. We're gonna go out on that. Peace. Peace.